0: Welcome back to the Let's Get Gaming podcast. This is episode, oh shit, I didn't even check what episode this is. Episode <laughs> 8. Episode 8, baby. Episode 8. We have a little bit of a special episode. Uh, I am your host, Patrick he Joined with me today, Stefano Fontana. Howdy. Chris Monpetitum. Hello. <laughs> That's the English pronunciation. And uh, <laughs> acting as the fourth seed for this episode, special guest, oh, um, I've already forgot how to say <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Mark Kimoyog. <laughs> how close am I? Pretty close. <laughs> awesome. You got it. Uh, Mark is a Ubis, uh, works for Ubisoft Montreal as a UX designer. So he's going to be answering, uh, I guess, you know, every time we start the show, we say end interviews or maybe one day interviews. Guess what, baby? Today's that day. We're going to have our first official interview with somebody who knows Actually. more than anybody else on the show. <laughs> let's just, just be honest well, with each other
1: unless we're talking about nintendo unless we're then talking both... about
0: nintendo in which case i will physically dominate anybody <laughs> physically. except for, well, i don't know chris maybe
1: well, i think we're i think we're on par
0: yeah yeah that's fair anyway uh <laughs> so we got a little bit of an interview coming up we do have some news articles to talk about later on in the show and of course we'll be playing our first official what's that game that'll be worth points so uh stick around Let's get started. Before we get uh, into anything, you know, Mark, how about you have the honors uh, for this one. Why don't you tell us what you've been playing this week?
2: Uh, actually, I've been playing only Mass Effect Legendary Edition, <laughs> and I've Whoa. just been not nope. so much blowing through it, but I am trying to take my time into that as much as possible, just soak it in after... A, almost a decade
0: of oh my its goodness. release. <laughs> so, 2007 all over again. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with something <laughs> that people don't like to hear, but I've never played Mass Effect, and I have
1: never played it either. Yeah. Oh my it, god, what? I, how uh, do a podcast with either of you people? So here's but,
0: but here's the thing, okay? I've heard about what happens in Mass Effect Three, and I've oh. you know, I, and and sure, I'm like, I see the the remaster edition. I'm like, this looks really good. Do I want? To play through Mass Effect one and get really connected to the characters and then play through Mass Effect Two and be like, oh, they're tying everything together and and you know, really dive into the world and then get to Mass Effect three and feel like I'm just wasted all of my time. I don't know if I could do that to myself, man.
1: So me and Mark have gone on many conversations about this, and we both agree, and he can tell me if he agrees if, if he still agrees, that it's really overblown huh? it, a lot of it's still connected if it just doesn't connect at the I end
2: think, yeah I, I think yeah i completely agree with that it's just more of um you're you're in it for the story the journey one might say of the franchise rather than the ending i would yeah. say it's similar to like lost where you know people <laughs> right. enjoy that show uh, and then they was, didn't like the ending
0: <laughs> so it was the famous words of master yoda in spider-man 3 it's not the journey it's the destination
1: It's The Climb by Miley
0: Cyrus. Yeah, The Climb by Miley Cyrus, yeah. That that would drastically improve the Lord of the Rings trilogy. If just every time there's like a cut of scene of them walking through like the moor, it's just (laughs) Just The Climb by Miley Cyrus.
1: (laughs) Three hour cut of The Climb by Miley Cyrus. Instead of the beautiful score that won an Oscar.
0: (laughs) You tell me The Climb by Miley Cyrus did not win any Oscars?
1: I think it should have.
0: I don't think it can because it's not a movie
1: yet what could win best soundtrack i think yeah, well, it was i think it was the, the, the song from hannah montana movie yes I, it was
0: yeah oh you're right so technically so it, it could
1: it could have won an oscar
0: technically it's on par with the lord <laughs> of the Rings soundtrack Like, <laughs> oh and 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 you hear that 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 awkward silence is the sound of us going from 31st place entertainment podcasts in canada down <laughs> to the <level> 50s <laughs> yes. that's what that was right there boys i think uh, we have to
1: lead it off the internet at that point
0: uh chris what have you been playing this week?
1: Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Doom Eternal again. Uh, just I, actually finished the first uh, DLC. Yeah, and you uh, know, Chris I'm really proud quitter. of
0: you because, you know, you said that, you know, you're not going to lower that difficulty. You're going to stick right through it no matter what. And I'm yeah. happy to hear that you made it through that DLC, sticking with your uh, convictions.
1: I totally lowered the, the the difficulty just so I could beat it because I was tired of dying in the Ooh. same spot for 14 days in a row
0: that's well you were playing on like what like super i was no i was playing on
1: on uh the hardest setting and uh i lowered it down just to like the second hardest and breeze through it so Mm -hmm. at least i'm like right in that sweet spot or of like i'm too good for the second hardest but i'm suck enough because i haven't been playing it just directly uh for the hardest setting
3: and we Just all know out. you moved
1: it down to baby ass baby mode, Chris. You don't have to lie <laughs> on the podcast. You moved it down to the lowest setting. It's okay. No, I would have totally done that too. No, no, no. I played on ultra violence. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I play, also played a little bit. I've finished um the Super Mario uh, world with uh, my girlfriend. Oh,
0: oh nice. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I, I I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bust your chops on the whole like lowering the difficulty. I'm. I'm a coward. You know, unless, unless, I've said this before on the podcast, unless there's like a, a trophy that <laughs> says specifically beat this game on the highest difficulty. I'm not touching that shit. Well,
1: that's, that's kind of how I looked at it, whereas like the main story has it where it beat it on the hardest setting, get the trophy. I'm like, yeah. So I looked through the like the DLC trophy list, and yeah. it said nothing about difficulty. And I said, OK, whatever. I'm just going to breeze through it just so I can like get the story part and mm. I can finally start moving on to the. Seventeen other games I have sitting <laughs> there are waiting for me to play.
0: I, I gave myself difficulty whiplash with Spider-Man, because like, mm. to get the platinum, it's just like, just beat the game awesome, I'm going to play it on little baby bitch mode, breeze through everything, and then all of a sudden they add in like, oh, here's like New Game Plus with ultra hard difficulty. So I'm like, all right, I'll do that. So I played through the (laughs) entire game on like easy mode and then immediately flipped it to like ultra (laughs) mode. (laughs) Like right at the end, I'm like, this was a bad decision. And I'm about to do the exact same thing with Horizon Zero Dawn because that's the only trophy that I'm missing is to beat the game on New Game Plus on ultra hard mode. And Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you, I'm not looking forward to it.
1: gonna ruin that game for yourself
0: that's fine i i got like another x amount of time until horizon 2 forbidden west or whatever it's called comes out so i could i could ruin everything
1: are you enjoying uh horizon
0: oh yeah i i got the platinum i love it great game i'm i i I basically sat down one day and just said to myself i'm beating this game today and then i didn't sleep that night (laughs) but it was worth it it was great
1: did you get to the DLC as well?
0: I did all. I did the DLC before I did the final mission of the game.
1: Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Did you Did you enjoy the DLC? I did not. No. Okay. No. Really?
0: DLC, Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan. I didn't mm, like. I it. liked you, it. You like the frozen guys? Like I didn't like. It. And you know what? I'll tell you why I didn't like it. Um, those bears that set themselves on fire <laughs> <laughs> ruined the entire <laughs> experience for me. <laughs> Other than that, uh-huh. it was a love. It was a lovely time just hiking through the snow, and then. The bears show up, mm-hmm. as as in many Russian fairy tales. Oh,
1: absolutely, yeah. Story absolutely. is old you as wrestle. time.
0: Really, Disney really needs to adapt that, and I think they did with Brave. So there we go. Uh Stefano. Tale is old as time. Yes. Hey,
1: Copyright claim. Oh yeah.
0: yeah no. <laughs> well, do we, not. My, we can make my, reference to Disney, but we. That's it. Oh stop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: my perfect rendition of. Tales us all this time
0: <laughs> it's it's too much dude you're gonna you're gonna like, put us under uh, I would what never Stefano, dare. What, have, what have you been playing this week
1: I'm playing a bunch of uh cyberpunk just getting lost in the side stories and it, like just trying to get every cool piece of gear I want to get the samurai coat that's in the little trailer so you don't get it right away you mm. have to go find it
0: oh um, really they, they 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 tease that one out
1: yeah you don't get it right away I thought there would be like you you'd like get it and be able to upgrade it but no like it's you have to earn it um I like to go on like record and say Keanu uses a treasure and we need to protect him at all costs.
3: He <laughs> is the best part of this that. game. Yeah.
1: yeah. I also felt, I think did I say this last week. I felt like they were hiding his best performance. You,
0: you, you said that, uh, yeah, the trailers were more along the lines of like, Hey, we got Keanu, but like they, they didn't want to give away anything else other than it was Keanu.
1: Yeah. They're like, Oh, like he's like corny, like shook bra Keanu, but no, like he's, <laughs> he kills the game. And, yeah. um, in a good kind of way, unlike s- the game-breaking bu- bugs that you experience on past generations.
0: I saw, you know, hey, we're not here to to shit on CG Project Red. That's not our department. Uh, but I saw that they they made an announcement saying like they're still waiting for Sony to give them the okay to put the game back on the store. It's like never
3: going to gonna happen. To which,
0: of course, the, the the mass response to that was, "Have you fixed it yet?" That's right. That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, so, can you can you sell it again?
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> and and you know what? Hey. I, I feel like I could trash them a little bit because as soon as there's the PS5 version out, I'm going to buy it. So, That's right. You know, I will whatever. chill out $70. <laughs> I understand 90. that I am part of the problem and I, I just, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and I've been playing a little bit of Halo 5, catching up um, on the stuff I missed from that game because I missed it last nice. generation. The game is beautiful to look at. It's so much fun. I was playing with my brother-in-law.
0: Yeah, I've been thinking about picking up Game Pass on the PC just so I could play Halo.
1: Yeah, Halo games. I've, I've
0: never played a Halo game in my entire life.
1: Oh my God! What, what do
0: you have? You been you just been playing Animal Crossing your whole life? Pretty much. I I, I was I was born in in 1993. Uh, I was given an NES, and then from there it's just been Nintendo.
1: because I respect your commitment? I can't really give you Dude, a hard time on that.
0: I, I know you're. I know this was a joke and like kind of meant as a slide to my character. But I remember when when Animal Crossing, the original Animal Crossing came out on the mm-hmm. GameCube. Even though for in Japan it was a uh, I think the Super NES got it. And then we got the the GameCube version. Mm -hmm. I lived in Animal Crossing for the GameCube. We found out that because, you know, back then, a long time ago, before like the days of like Call of Duty being 4 trillion gigabytes, um, (laughs) the game memory was so small that once you put the disc in the the GameCube and started, you could open up the hatch, take the disc out and give it to somebody else to play. And it'll keep running as long as you have the game on. Mm -hmm. So we set up like this Animal Crossing bootleg um, like underground uh, trade system throughout my neighborhood (laughs) where like we would bring Animal Crossing with us to school and like everybody would load up. And like the GameCube would just be on to this day. My GameCube (laughs) does not work properly. And I attributed 100 (laughs) percent to Animal Crossing.
1: I was going to say until your mother walked by with a vacuum and unplugged it and it turned off.
0: I lost I lost a week's worth of museum donations and I was like I was devastated. And then I found out about time traveling and, you know, who cares? And it was over. And it
1: was over, dude. Until you get uh, uh, a call from Mr. Rossetti, who yells at you like just berating you.
0: I want to I want to make this clear. I've said this before in the show that when I was growing up, I was a shithead. Like I was not a cool person. I have never felt more ashamed of my actions than when this mole would berate me for 43 minutes about not saving the game. Yeah, <laughs> to this day, to this day, it's 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 formed who I am as a person. It was a traumatic experience. Is that when you shaped up? You really fixed yourself? Yeah, it wasn't the counselors or anything like that. No, it was like no. it was Rossetti being like, "Hey, you know what you're doing isn't cool." And I'm like, "Oh my god, he's right. I gotta I gotta reform myself right now. Otherwise, this is where fun. my life is going."
1: I would never disparage you for playing Nintendo. It's not like you're a Sega kid. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> them,
0: those guys are weird, dude.
1: It's old uh, sonic nintendo
0: we can Genesis do what nintendo. what nintendo yeah that's <laughs>
1: yeah. it doesn't do shit
0: we can do what nintendo don't you know like put out bad games i don't know that's right. it really work out uh anyway save uh, i don't
1: know
0: speaking of good games i've been playing i'm trying to get the platinum in returnal how's that going oh it's a nightmare it's an absolute it's a it's i mean the game is a lovecraftian experience but so is getting the freaking platinum dude I've been I've been was, trying to uh, find like the collectibles and everything, but they don't show up because it's a roguelike. So like they show up in like specific rooms, but some of them have a rarity of like four trillion. Like you could but you could it's it's stupid. But I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it before Ratchet and Clank come out because I'm old now so and I can't play more than one game at a time. So
1: you start forgetting the controls, they start mixing together. <laughs> oh yeah, it's,
0: it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. Um I know I, I praise Returnal a lot. I'm gonna continue to do that. Play it if you have a PS five. I don't So care. all forty three of you. Yeah, the 43 people that have a PS5 <laughs> get Returnal. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so yeah, awesome. It's good to catch up with you boys. Um, we're going to do a little bit of, a, I guess, a Q&A session. Um, Mark, I hope you're ready. Uh, you've said that you listened to the show before, so I
3: have. Is,
0: you've done this to Compared yourself. Prepare for
1: hard-hitting questions <laughs> yeah. like, what's your favorite pizza <laughs> topping?
0: <laughs> yeah, what is your favorite pizza topping? Let's start with that. Oh, pineapple pizza
1: thank Hell you yes wow <laughs> man oh, after my own good. heart is this a whole podcast <laughs> like on. pineapple is, pizza
0: yeah does everyone here is everyone here okay with that
1: okay like, let's I be honest heard. okay pineapple on pizza is a canadian thing so absolutely, absolutely. If, yeah if you aren't it, it is a uh, it is local to actually yeah. where <laughs> i'm from
0: <laughs> I've, I've, never been in, I've never <laughs> been in a room with a hundred percent acceptance of pineapple on pizza. I've always been the minority. Oh.
1: I live with my wife and so we are of 100% acceptance, but otherwise it doesn't really count.
0: What about your child?
1: He can't say anything. I just give him food and he eats, he's a baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he doesn't get an opinion yet.
0: <laughs> he's, he's never really like shoot it away though.
1: Oh, well actually, he does not like pineapple. Ooh. He, well, he spits it out. Well, pineapple is quite sour uh I, to like a, a young child's tongue. Yeah. <laughs> he'll he'll learn to like it.
0: There's some, otherwise there's some, he gets banished i mean <laughs> since this isn't this is an educational podcast you know that pineapple is the most metal of all the fruits
1: yes because i did know that and i know why
0: w- why is that chris
1: because it's got a uh, a uh, thing inside the uh, pineapple's acid tries to actually eat your tongue as you're chewing it yeah <laughs> does it really i did not know that <laughs>
0: yeah pineapple yeah. like the the acidity count in pineapple is disgustingly high so if you were to take i mean like if you were to take like pure pineapple juice keep it in your mouth for like 20 years eventually sure, it's going to sure. spill out of your cheeks that's why when I you mean, eat pineapple you, your tongue might get a little bit a little bit of a spicy <laughs> a little, little fuzz, yeah.
1: yeah yeah there's like a there's like an enzyme that breaks down uh meat inside yeah. pineapple it's good yeah it's good
0: Dude, humans are great. I love how we, we, I mean, like, forget the Q&A. This is now a dietary (laughs)
3: podcast.
0: Yeah, I love how humans have evolved this mentality of like, this thing might kill me. All right, bring it over.
1: Let me season my food with (laughs) this.
0: Here's a plant that specifically developed a defense system against being eaten by, you know, producing a high level of capsaicin, which makes a burning sensation when digested. Awesome.
1: I also like how we made alcohol because we couldn't drink our water because it wasn't for, wasn't clean. Yeah. So the, our way to clean it was turn it into alcohol yeah. <laughs> and drink it.
0: Hey, people keep dying when they drink this water. What should we do? I don't know, man. Ferment it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it tastes really
1: bad, but Reggae feel real good after.
0: We wouldn't be here today without the power of alcohol. Today's sponsor. Thank you, alcohol, for all you've done for society. The, the it made me forget was- my troubles. The problem and solution to all of life's problems: alcohol. Uh, right. Anyway, hey Mark. Hey. Oh, hi Mark. <laughs>
1: um,
3: Mark, <laughs> what's
2: what's your what's your earliest video game memory?
3: Uh,
2: so I think the earliest I, I fondly remember was Super Mario Three at a dentist clinic, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> which amazing. is really weird to think about it now because when do you ever experience a video game console at a
0: Dentist, He's yeah. The best Is that dentist. not a normal thing? No, I don't, really, I don't think so. Every time I went to my dentistry, my local dentistry, he, he would always have a. I'm thinking of McDonald's. Yes, you were thinking McDonald's. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I did play
1: N64 at McDonald's. That that's true. This says yeah. a lot about you, Pat. <laughs> it really does, man.
0: Between this and the Chambles thing, like I'm trying, I'm starting to fall apart. <laughs> My mom said, we're going to the dentist. Here's your
3: McRib. (laughs) (laughs) So so you played, you
0: played Mario three at the dentist. Yeah. And that was like your first, that was really your first experience. Yes. So what happened after that? Did you go up to your mom? and was like, Hey, can we get one of these? Or like, how did that play out? Uh,
2: I think what ended up a, a couple of years after that was they got me an NES clone, (laughs) Mm. which is great for a kid when you really think about it when you have 200 games to play and you have no like relevant like sense of like other consoles at that time so Mm. having all these games and experiencing them despite (laughs) the fact that half the the, the official game titles aren't really the official ones, so like yeah, of oh, right. them just made zero sense <laughs> to me when I tried to like, man. look them up.
1: <laughs> also, did
0: you notice that Patrick's having a rave in his house? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> <laughs> there, one of there my like, smart light bobs have just decided that it's going to quit. you have a poltergeist <laughs> there? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what,
1: what, what was your first console then? Like official console? <laughs> in, not Technically
2: the N64 for like a day.
0: <laughs> a day. Weirdly enough. It, yeah, I say because an N64 from the McDonald's. Well, <laughs> right.
2: no, cuz so my parents had bought me an N64 and it came, and they ended up buying a Mario Kart along with that. But for nice. some weird reason I think the console was faulty cuz it oh, wasn't no. operating properly. Um and so afterwards like on that same day we returned it and they My parents just ended up exchanging it for a PlayStation and I ended up getting crash team racing. So it's like just one, almost like a one, a better game actually. (laughs) And I played that endlessly with no memory card. So I had like getting mission, like race, like a hundred times over. Yeah. And I.
1: It's crazy how much you're able to do that as a kid. Like, you don't really care. Like, whatever, I'll just do it over and over again and it's fine. That would drive me fucking crazy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's why I didn't buy the new one because I I just, I already instinctively know that I'm just going to get like PTSD for playing that first (laughs) (laughs) rate.
0: So, so you're a UI slash UX designer for Ubisoft Montreal. Can you tell us a little bit about? What that's like, and how how you, how did you get into the into the industry? Tell us tell us a little tell us a little story. Uh, I got into it by accident. <laughs> well, you that oh, dude who just crazy. like walked in one day and like sat down, started working, and nobody questioned it.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I wish that was it was that easy. No, it was just more of like I had graduated out of school, was trying to find work. Lo and behold, Toronto is really competitive when it comes to... uh, What did you go to school for? Graphic design.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I was like,
2: wait, I could take these skill sets and go elsewhere with it. So I ended up applying to a bunch of video game studios. Lo and behold, I got into one of them called Digital Extremes, makers of Warframe. Mm. And yeah, they took me in and it was... Quite the wild ride now,
0: because now I'm stuck in it. <laughs> just, right. just,
2: I can't. Spe- I'm so specialized. I can't go anywhere else.
0: <laughs> yeah. Once once you're in, you're in, dude. Yeah. What was a? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about working at Digital Extremes?
2: Yeah, it was a pretty good experience in terms of getting to be familiar with a game engine, especially considering that none of the, let's say, traditional video game context or knowledge isn't really taught in school. So mm-hmm. being able to, uh, let's say learn on the fly in that manner on a free-to-play versus something that is completely created from scratch, let's yeah. say on a, tr- like, like say a triple, like a traditional AAA release uh, really allowed me to learn how to do everything that a dev would do on a database basis. And that was great. <laughs>
0: Nice. Um, you know, obviously with like NDAs and all that fun stuff in mind, are you able to tell us a little bit about like your, your past projects that you worked on?
2: I can mention a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever's I mean, safe. yeah. I mean, technically I've only worked on two titles. Uh, like I mentioned before with Warframe mm-hmm. and currently right now I'm still working on Rainbow Six Siege
0: awesome Yo how how is how is working on rainbow six
2: it's great it's yeah. it's weird considering how i got into well how i got hired at ubi to begin with because i had joined i think a year about a year after its uh, initial release and we all know how <laughs> infamous that release was and, <laughs> In its current form of siege at that point uh so to see it as a fan prior and then seeing it how it's grown almost six years now it's wild
1: that's crazy yeah i was just gonna ask like did you play uh the game before you joined the team
2: yeah i think i played it almost every day in that first year
1: Does it make you appreciate it more like being a player of like that series and then coming onto the team and then and then being able to like contribute to it?
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's it's almost like putting two hats together as like a dev and a player. And I always have to almost juggle that in a way Mm. just to think of, okay, as a dev, this is what our creative choices are. But on the flip side, as a player, how would I perceive that? Yeah. so it's mm. I think a lot of especially now uh, with the dev team, it's you still have a lot of the old guard, but you have a lot of new people, too, who have played the game before prior to joining. And you see how the game has essentially flourished with both hats.
0: That's, <laughs> that's a super interesting position to be on, because like, honestly, if it were me, I think I'd go drunk with power. I'd be playing Rainbow (laughs) Six. It's like, this dude just like friggin' flashbanged me. Then at the next board meeting, I'd be like, I think we should remove flashbangs from the game. (laughs) Can we nerf the flashbang, please? I don't (laughs) like it. (laughs) I would absolutely go drunk with power. So, so kudos to you for keeping, you know, keeping everything within the reins.
1: Siege is such an interesting game. It's like a, it's so often forgotten about. I feel like when people talk about it, like I've listened to podcasts where they've directly been talking about Ubi's future and they've been like, you know, they really need like a, a free-to-play like game like warzone and then they just like gloss over the fact that they have siege which is this awesome tactical first-person shooter like with a huge community that is like super dedicated to it like i just don't i don't know where that like total blindness to that community comes from but they're dedicated and they're all over it and those yeah, events su- are really cool.
3: <laughs>
2: super niche with 60 million players right yeah right you yeah.
0: yeah. never heard of it? you ever hear about this small indie game called rainbow six rainbow Six. six. <laughs> By that the indie developer Ubisoft, i never heard yeah. of them. Some weird, I don't know, they're from like Montreal, this weird French, French company, people. you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, that's awesome, dude. I, I, I love being able to to talk to people that are in the industry and actually know what's going on as opposed to somebody like me who just kind of, who who just talks <clears throat> with confidence. Sure. At the end of the, you know, I, I, I have no idea what's going on. Um, Monday morning quarterbacking
1: is my favorite thing to do. Just like see all the decisions people make and be like, I would have made a better decision yeah. now that I know the outcome.
0: That's the heart of the <laughs> podcast. We, basically, scary. we we see the end product of something that took like you know hundreds and hundreds of people, countless man hours, long nights, crunches, and then we're like, this is shit. Why did they do this? Why didn't they just make this better? So, you know, it's good to have like a humanizing element. My light's going crazy. I don't have no idea what's up with that. Of course, this is an audio podcast, so everyone just thinks I'm completely crazy.
1: Nothing's Um, happening to his light. It's perfectly fine. (laughs) Is
2: that like a Morse code you're trying to take out (laughs) there? Help me. Is that like a code? For the fans to like decipher, so that they can yeah. win like a digital code for Returnal or something like that.
0: Yeah, for <laughs> everybody who's listening to this podcast, if you download the audio file and then look into the Delta waveform, you'll actually see an <laughs> imprint of the Doom soundtrack. And then if you put that back, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you'll you'll see the true message behind this. Um, do you have any? Uh, do you have any? I guess wild or interesting stories from your time working uh, within the industry that you're safe to share.
2: Mostly industry events, to be honest, like in terms oh, of when, like wild when you deal things, with the people uh I, don't, I I mean I haven't gone to like many like convention events, so it's not like it's hard to tell, but it's like the parties are wild <laughs> <laughs> I love it i I mean you game hard maybe, you play hard, yeah, you know it's, <laughs> it really is that and seeing the amount of money thrown at those parties is just like uh, this is where it's all at that's why i think e3 is my favorite event even though Mm -hmm. you know in terms of like relevance in the public perception it's weaned but when it comes to like for the industry and the celebration of games and you know having it professionals all together it's it's exciting to see all those releases and stuff and announcements yeah uh, regardless whether or not we have those conferences or not and having everyone together and essentially networking is great in that that sense too
0: i'm kind of like an old softie i love e3 you know Me like too. even though like every, you know public perception is kind of going a little bit away from it and the pandemic absolutely has not helped that fact um i i don't want to see e3 go away you know i i i like a i like a good weekend where i could sit on my couch ignore every responsibility i have <laughs> and watch you know Ubisoft bring on Aisha Tyler to announce their next let's let's dance. That's what
1: That's I'm here right. for. I, I used to take the first two days of E3, like the Monday and the Tuesday after the weekend and be sick. Yeah. Every early June and watch and it is marijuana. Yeah. Like that. Exactly, allegedly, allegedly sick.
0: Allegedly.
1: Um, sick. <laughs> you can't prove this to St. Elizabeth. Um, and just marathon all the conferences and and like guess what was going to come next and just like really like soak it all in on G four and listen to Adam
0: Sessler comment on it. <laughs> I mean, I miss G four. <laughs> it's back. Is it back? It's not the same though. There's no way it's the same. Adam Sessler's there. Not even going to look it up. Um, <laughs> so so Mark, uh, as a, as a UI designer. Uh, obviously I'm i'm sure that you have a couple opinions have you ever played a game and just like were completely taken out of it because of the ui or are you able to look past that
2: uh it's usually just smaller things like minor cosmetic issues but it's more of like i'm not gonna fault any fellow ui designer for it just because of time constraints or you know just like just trying to get something out the window uh, like the door in terms of release, <laughs> the so. most mm.
1: diplomatic no. answer to that question i've ever heard of gotta, many bridges i was gonna kind of <laughs> piggyback that because um i know like all of us we went to uh school for graphic design um i don't know like now like having been through that i see everything oh yeah like at, if something is broken i instantly fixate on it and i'm just like I hate this. I hate this so much. And this is why I hate this because I know this is wrong. Do Do you get like that way with like certain, even not like with video games itself, but like any kind of user interface where it's like, Oh um, yeah. Like, oh, I hate this because this is this is they should have did it this way and not this way. This is stupid.
2: <laughs> Maybe not so much of that, but I do definitely notice that in like advertising and go boards. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> like any issues with kerning related to that, like that <laughs> really bothers uh, me. But it's yeah. harder for me now to like uh judge that now just because I think I just deal with so much more, let's say more external stuff, like mm. the one thing that I have to deal with on a daily basis is like localization yeah. and that um, always messes up UI in games like crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. So would you won't negatively comment on the borderlands three UI that was hot garbage and slowed my entire system down and sounded like it was going to take off. Cause that was the world's worst user interface. oh i
2: have i have no idea about it because i never played it that's smart don't
1: (laughs) play it it's awful the game's great but the user interface is just if
2: if, i if if you do want to get bothered by a certain ui element uh there is one on in dying light for the save the load icon it is one pixel off in one of the
1: shapes so Oh, I remember you telling me that actually. Why would you yeah.
0: even bring that up? <laughs> how dare you bring that to my attention? The fact, I even,
2: the fact that I even still remember it goes to show how memorable
0: that part is. My <laughs> sweet god. Oh, okay. So many times.
1: If you if you could fix a user interface in any game, what would it be? At one pixel.
3: <laughs>
1: or if like what game would you go back like and and just completely oh. fix
2: it? Oh, that's so easy. Animal crossing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, actually, you know what? <laughs> the that's inventory. Fair.
0: That's a hundred. It's, so it,
2: it's not so much that the UI is problematic. It's actually just more of the user experience yeah. aspects of that interface.
1: It's just quality of life fixes.
2: Yeah. Which is hilarious yeah. because you know the fans already made it like there's yes. videos of yeah, I've the improvements seen it. and i and i love it i was like yeah these are all the things that i would want with it
0: <laughs> yeah that's fair i think nintendo is <laughs> Nintendo's always a little interesting case right because like all of that ui and everything came from 20 years ago and they're just like this worked
3: let's just Enough. bring it up
0: clean it up a little bit send it out the door but also i, I agree with you it's, it's a nightmare
1: It's. I think they also wanted you to just take your time and just waste time in that game, though. That sounds like one of those things where it's like you just get through the first season, and it'll be great. Like,
0: oh, just watch this 17 season show. You could skip seasons one to three, though. Nothing really happens. (laughs) But then also, if you are going to watch season 16, you are going to have to go back and watch them in chronological order. Like, just make things easy for me. I know you. Look, Mark. I'm going to talk to you from as as one professional to another. If you ever make a UI that forces me to spend as much time in that UI, I'm going to physically write a very contrived letter to you. (laughs) (laughs) So please. And and, and you know what? And this goes, in my opinion anyway, and I could be way off on this. When it comes to design, you don't even notice it unless something is wrong, right? Like when I'm playing through a game and I'm going through the UI, if the UI is like snappy and good to go, I'm like, that's great. I was able to eat fourteen wheels of cheese, and now I'm back up to full health. Right? <laughs> when it's not like just I don't know a, 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 an example out of the top of my head. Uh, the PS5 system UI—it's—it's—it's <laughs> it's, it's such a glaringly obvious problem, and you're just sitting there like, "Can I just look at my trophies, please?" Like I really just want to get through this so I could get back to the game. So I, I think mean. a lot of people, you know, they don't—they don't really understand how much a good UI impacts a game and and not only that but like the experience that you get from that game because if you were to take like a game like destiny and then bring over the animal crossing ui into that game people (laughs) would lose their goddamn minds (laughs) so thank you for all of your service (laughs) (laughs) destiny in particular
1: is like They've kind of so many people have copied them, like Outriders and Avengers both just straight copy Destiny's UI system. And even Cyberpunk actually, for that matter, with the with the uh mouse scrolling like movement. They're just like, ooh, like they're a bunch of PC devs who didn't want to try and adapt controllers to the the mouse. They're like, well, we're just gonna add a cursor. So
0: <laughs> it works, like <laughs> it works. If it works, don't you know? If it if it, it, broke. it broke, don't fix it.
1: Yeah, like, like offset joysticks on the Xbox controller. Way better than any other options. Well, I exactly,
0: it. yeah. I, I got no idea what you're talking about. I've never touched an <laughs> Xbox controller in my entire life.
1: Oh, Here's, here's a good one for you. Uh, console of choice, if you had to pick. Mm. One.
2: Like all-time? Like any generation? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, just, yeah. Mean, like- just
1: any generation. What's your all-time? Like, this is the GOAT. Uh, I guess the
2: 360. I was going to say the same mm. thing. But Interesting. I guess just because of like how long that generation was, and all the all the franchises that came out during that generation, like Bioshock, Mass Effect, uh, Uncharted, Last of Us, Super Mario Galaxy. Like, I love that. <laughs> I love that game so much. And I don't know. I think just because of like how many franchises that came out out of that, it's great. I mean, there's also a lot of duds in that generation too, Whoa.
1: but excuse yeah. me, Haze was a great game. How dare you?
2: Oh, I was just referring to like the movie licenses. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: I love those too. Xbox, Origin, Xbox. my goodness. Uh, X-Men Wolverine Origins or whatever. It was actually a good game. The one made by Never, uh, sorry, Raven. It was a good game.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for the answer. Unfortunately, the answer we were looking for is a Nintendo Switch. Um, uh, <laughs> there will be a, a consolation prize for you before you leave, but... Uh, I do think... To your answer,
1: Mark, and maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like a lot of the reasoning why, like I had the same answer as you, and I think it's probably because probably because the 360, due to our age, kind of came out right in that like
0: oh, sweet yeah. spot of sweet being spot. like
1: ten, like eleven, ten or eleven through like sixteen or seventeen, right where you're like really don't have any cares in the world besides existing <laughs> at okay? school and playing video games. And, like it was that perfect time. Tom, not boy. me. I was in high school. <laughs> Children, <laughs> you're not that much older than us, are you? You're in eighty nine, yeah, eighty nine. I keep the forgetting old you're old. I keep
3: forgetting. You're I, old. I don't mean
0: that like you know. Well, I mean you know. Take it how you take it. I'm not going to defend my words anymore, dude. I, I figured out Chambles. I was like wrong. <laughs> like, who cares what I say? I feel like any any time a new generation comes out, I, I magically have enough time for that generation. Sure. You're might not be the might time. not be the proper way of dealing with it, but you know, life finds a way. Screw it. It's Whatever happens, happens, reference. right? Uh I get I I, don't know, I I have one more question for you, if that's okay, Mark. Sure. Uh you've known Stefano for a while. Mm-hmm. Can Excuse you explain wedding. why he has so many wrong opinions? Just just in general, like primarily like when it comes to Nintendo. And Zelda. Yeah, what's up with him? Because oh, we've been know. trying I've, to crack it.
2: <laughs> I've never I guess the the problem is I've never talked to Stefano about Nintendo properties. So that's the like,
0: right that's the right attitude I... to have. <laughs> <laughs> so and me and Mark talk about good games like
1: Halo Three and Bioshock. We don't talk about Zelda. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just talk about Mass Effect for twenty four right. hours a day. <laughs> All right. Do you guys have a? I mean, I guess we we do have a couple news stories to get to. Um, but do you guys have any more have any more questions or mark if there's anything like you'd like to say, please go ahead.
2: Not that I could pick
0: those i know boys um i guess I guess like
1: if someone were to like get into the gaming industry, like is there anything you would like recommend for them to like maybe uh where they should try and focus in or like what they should do if they wanted to uh, get into u i or u x
2: Oh, that's actually a really good question. Um, So the one thing I would say is probably, and this is very specific to depending on which studio you ended up uh, applying, but just look at what their UI currently is and try to see and mimic that art style. Uh, A lot of studios I find are usually looking for something very specific like that. And usually a lot of them tend to mix up UI and UX. So even having maybe like a user case study just to show what the reasoning behind the the design choices are are really important. But I think for most of it, it's just a matter of just showing like, <laughs> it's so weird to say it, but like a passion for video games <laughs> is a weird comment to make, but it's it really does make a, a difference in terms of like showing a portfolio in that manner uh just really tailoring it to any specific property or uh, just the game itself. Uh, but yeah, that's basically how I would recommend anyone who's starting off. Awesome.
1: Cool. I think that's actually really awesome advice. Even in general, even like if you're not applying for games in UX, any kind of job you're getting, like it's creative, you people underestimate how important it is to tailor your, work that you're showing to the job you want it's like kind of like just for the job you want not the job you have like design and create your portfolio for the job you want so like you want to work for a north face all your whole portfolio better be like might as well be north face knockoffs like just make it like (laughs) exactly how you because that's what they're looking for like you said like they're they're looking for someone to go into their 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 department and like thrive not change everything so like you gotta you gotta gotta show them right
0: away that you can do their work so that right as soon as you hit the floor, there's none of this like, oh, what do I do? What do you know? What are the character models look like? No, <laughs> you got to You got to let them know right away. It's like I could do this. And then once you establish that, you could be like, all right, I've been doing this. How about we do this? And then they'll be like, no, stick to the formula. Um, yeah, it, it's important. It, it really is. Know your role. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mark, there's one last thing. Can, can you please say uh, boom stinger for me?
2: Wait, what? <laughs> boom stinger. Boom. Boom Stinger.
0: Here we go. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So onto the news section of the podcast. Uh, Twitch is creating a new category for uh for all of its lovely live streamers. Some of you might have heard about this. Um, so so let's get into this because this is gonna be oh, this is great, dude. Um, there's a very so popular segment. A hot button issue? <laughs> Stephano, please leave the jokes to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So there's a a rather substantial section on Twitch called the, you know, the just chatting, right? And this covers everything from people going on walks and like they have their phone out or like podcasts or or whatever. Anything that's not specifically video game related. Um, There's been a growing trend of people just chilling in their hot tubs. Live streaming on Twitch to the point where Twitch is now adding a hot tub and beach section for the website. Um it's look, Twitch has kind of had a weird history when it comes to is is the website Sug- porn.
1: Suggestive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Um this this is kind of I, I think like a weird middle ground between that that they're trying to establish, and I don't really understand why, but <clears throat> whatever. I mean, like, look, there's there's a lot of stuff on Twitch that's not really necessarily family friendly, but at the same time, it it walks that weird little that that weird little ledge. Right. It's not one way, the other with this. I mean, like, it's just I I don't know. I'm trying to be delicate and considerate about this, but it's just like it's a girl in a hot tub. What do you what are you doing, Twitch?
1: I, think, I mean, I appreciate the hustle. If you can get your money, yeah. no matter how you're doing it, get it
0: i got I got respect for it for any of those streamers that like sit in a hot tub, mm-hmm. take care of themselves, and like dudes are giving them like hundreds and hundreds of dollars and, if, and I think if there's, there's a
1: difference. if there's a section on Twitch that wants like an overweight dude to sit in a hot tub, sign me up. I'm there. first of all, there hundred percent is a section of people that people would like to watch that. Yeah, it's just and not I, enough to live I, off
0: of. I don't I know if that's true. I guess
1: I should have got a hot tub. With the <laughs> internet, there's a person out there to watch anything, and there are lots of gay men who like bears. Yeah. So I'm just saying, there's a big market out there. You can't you can't turn it away.
0: Yeah, it's I think an interesting uh, an interesting official comment from Twitch on this whole thing was they said, it's not our fault. Like we, we can't censor somebody for being attractive is, is basically what it boils point. down to. And I think that's, that's a fair comment. That's something that, sure. For, I mean, like as an attractive person, I struggle it's with that every day. 100%. You know, like people are coming <laughs> up to me being like, oh dude, please, I would get into a hot tub. I'd love to watch you stream for like five hours. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm very white. My skin will just soak that all up. I'll be, I'll be pruned, right? It's, it's not for me. To be fair, um,
1: I've been distracted this entire time talking to you because you're just so attractive. So yeah, no, I, I it's know. Been hard for me. I, I,
0: I deal with this every day. But I, I, you know, I'm not on Twitch, so maybe I made the wrong career choices. Um, what do you guys think about this? It's a weird, it's a weird situation that's kind of showed up because there's been a lot of streamers that have been getting into trouble <coughs> with Twitch in the past for accidentally exposing certain body parts and then the mods <laughs> of Twitch are like, "Ah, oh, they're fine, don't worry." But then at the same time, you know, if a smaller streamer does something along the same lines, immediately like eviscerated from the platform. Um and by the way, you know, before we even start, you could you could you could look up porn on the internet. You don't have to go to Twitch. You don't have to give these people your money. It's free. Like I don't know if people have figured this out yet. It's free, dude. Like
1: there's a there's another well-known French uh company that uh <laughs> supplies lots of it they're also hiring you and i and ux designers
0: Just, <laughs> they, they may be
1: maybe supplying too much of it from the wrong places they've been lots of trouble there so
0: what is uh what i i'd like to hear from all of you on this actually what is your opinion on twitch kind of getting into this weirder segment do you think it's going to change how people view this website do you think this is a, a a smart move considering what's been happening on it in the past are you going to support this
1: so where I kind of stand on it is people were doing it anyway and finding ways around it. Like people were just streaming in their bikinis without water before. And then Twitch is like, mm, that's, can't do that. So like, well, you know what? I'm going to sit in a hot tub and that makes it relevant that I'm wearing a bikini. And i are like, I can, so I can respect the work around the rules. So Twitch's logic being like, well, you're going to find a way to do this anyway. You're making so much money. And thus we're making so much money yeah. because we get money from you por- portion of it that I appreciate that they're separating it because before, like the concern could be like, I just want to watch people like do a mukbang and not watch someone in a hot tub or whatever. It's not, it's really, you know, it's a very, the that word suggests other things, but we all know what I'm talking about. And so separating it allows people the viewers to know what they're getting into right if i'm clicking onto the hot tub beach category on twitch then i'm like i know what i'm going to be finding yeah. and so i think separating them allows the users to choose what content they view and also allows twitch to you know kind of stay less under fire
3: i
0: i think it's a smart idea and i agree with you i think it's a smart idea a for like the more categories that you have it makes it easier for you to find what you're looking for i get that that's fair um also, dude, I give it a week. There's absolutely going to be a mukbang hot in tub a hot stream. Like <laughs> that'd if, be amazing. If not right now, um, as of I'm, today. I'm
2: going to start that.
0: Yeah. Oh man.
3: <laughs> I'm,
2: Dang it. I'm gonna put a bunch of spaghetti in a in a pool and just eat
1: out That's of it. Mark <laughs> in a
2: kiddie pool. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Eating yeah. ragu sauce.
0: Yeah. Oh, so what? You're just gonna like you're gonna transform the hot tub into like a broth.
1: A giant yeah. bowl of spaghetti, yeah.
0: and then just yeah, like I'm, I'm, combining the best of both worlds.
1: <laughs> covered in sauce,
0: yeah. It's Like oh, a pudding, a,
1: a pudding wrestling match. Yeah, except I'm just wrestling with the food. That's in right. My
2: mouth. <laughs> Chris, how do you? Can, can you I eat my way out this? of
1: this? That's the game. <laughs> we'll find it in the I'm new... wearing pants at the end.
2: It will be the new will it blend? But I'm just trying to <laughs> consume everything. <laughs>
1: Mark oh, is a thousand pounds after one
0: week of streaming. Jesus, yeah.
2: <laughs> but no, I agree with Stefano in terms of, actually, you you brought up a good point about the filtering, you know, uh, the fact that it was basically bombarding the let's talk section. I think that was really important to have it as a separate category. And, you know, having it all in a dedicated area makes it good in itself. And who knows? I mean, right now, it seems like a fad, but... Quarantine. You never it. know and like, yeah, almost essentially. And it that, that doesn't mean that it's going to be a permanent picture in Twitch, which I could be totally wrong. But, you know, if mm. it does, you know, let's say die down, they could always just remove that category later on. Like it oh, doesn't yeah. need to be permanent. Yeah.
0: You know, it's interesting you bring that up because like the, the rest of the internet is also kind of reacting to this. So there's, uh, we talked about this on the podcast a while back, uh, but there are VTubers, people that, you know have like animated overlays and everything like that so there's like vtuber hot tub streams that are going on which honestly <laughs> i think that's great dude there was like one where it's like this big buff shiba in you just chilling in like an old oh my wooden God. <laughs> hot tub and it's like it's it's so good and i think like For if you're easier. gonna if you want to get into the the hot tubbing twitch stream market this is how you do it
1: because a vtuber
0: become a VTuber you know you, you put down that initial deposit of like $4,000 to get the animated rig going but after that you know the, the monetization money just rolls in <laughs>
3: how
2: has no one I'll throw this idea out. how has no one just taken the Geralt oh my god! <laughs> model and just do the tub, the famous, infamous tub
1: I wonder if it would get and sued and out of the ground
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think like CD Projekt just was to show up at your door with a gun just cosplay it I'm yeah. sure you
0: could do that. I think yeah, you're you safe to do it. that because I don't think CD Projekt Red could afford any more uh, negative press at the moment.
1: If, they, if anything, they'd be like, thank <laughs> God someone's talking nice about us.
0: All right. Well, there you go, boys. If you're interested in watching uh, people chilling out in hot tubs for <clears> extended <throat> periods of time, uh, you could go to Twitch now. Totally not, you know, sure, whatever. Welcome <laughs> to the future. Boom, Stinger. So this is an interesting one uh final fantasy origin a ps5 action rpg spinoff is reportedly coming our way at this e3 seems like the boys at square enix are making a dark souls styled final fantasy rpg set in the the same world or timeline as the original final fantasy which came out in like 1987 a, a disgusting amount of time i want to i want to start off by saying this There's there's a lot of Dark Souls games out there. I mean, the formula works. It's great. You can get into it. There's a lot that are really bad. However, Mm -hmm. with that being said, I think Final Fantasy, like the world that they've kind of built up over these decades, I think it fits it really well. Now, this is a rumor. We don't know if it's true or not this could end up being like something different. Like, Oh, you thought it was a dark souls game. No, it's, it's final fantasy go-karting, right? Like we don't know. And we won't know until you three or whenever. Um, I'm down to go-karting. I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm, I want another dark souls game because those games, oh man, once you get past whatever's stopping you, you just, it's so good. It's pride and accomplishment. That's all it is. So
1: do we care about dark souls like games anymore? Like, or do you, do you think it's going to become like its own category like roguelike?
0: I think it already is its its own category. I think it's already transcended yeah. that. It's already it's already kind of pushed into there because there's always like remember when Dark Souls first came out and anytime a game came out that was mildly difficult <laughs> they would say that this is the Dark Souls of FPSs, you know? It's like mm-hmm. it, it 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 kind of ingrained itself early in gaming culture.
1: To be a Dark Souls-like game, you have to have really bad controls and require lots of blocking or, or or uh, dodging.
0: Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. Yeah.
1: Like Star Wars Fallen Order Dark Souls-like Dark Star Souls Wars game? game. Yeah,
0: yeah. It yeah. was actually 8. a lot of fun.
1: But Dark Kart Souls. Yep.
0: Yeah. The the, <laughs> the the UI in Animal Crossing, Dark Souls-like. One
1: hundred percent. What would you say is your favorite Dark Souls-like, rip-like ripoff?
0: I mean, I mean, for me, it would be a, a little game that came out about a year ago, maybe uh, called Hellpoint, which okay. I think got a lot of criticism because it was just a Dark Souls game. But it, it was like <laughs> Dark Souls in space.
1: OK, sure. Like
0: I, the main the main people, the main thing that people were upset about was like, this is Dark Souls. You didn't try to do anything different <laughs> to it. Right. Like, it's like this is straight up Dark Souls meets Dead Space. Um, if you are a Dark Souls fan and you haven't heard about it, I would highly recommend it. It's a great playthrough. It like it's it's straight up Dark Souls, and it's relatively cheap. But there, cool. If if you go on if you go on Steam and you were to search in Dark Souls, you would find so much. There's like an anime Dark Souls that was made by like a dude <laughs> for like his college project that goes for like ten bucks, right? It's like I don't know, man. I I, I but I'm excited to see what Square Enix can do with this. I would probably pick Sekiro. Isn't that who made Sekiro? Saint Biel makes souls. Yeah, that's not really a rip off, then, is it? If it's from the dude who did made they it. did they make? I thought that was. Oh, I'm thinking Cabin. of Neo as the other company. Uh, Neo, thinking, yeah, which was Neo. made by a, a Square Enix, the same uh, the same people that are involved in uh, potentially this game here. Oh, well, there you
3: go. Yeah. All
1: right. I guess I said I said rip off, but I just meant like souls like game i didn't i was just being disparaging
0: for the sake no i know you, you're just a constant pessimistic person I, that's right 100 that. yeah soul of negativity great all right <laughs> boom stinger <laughs> <laughs> so to, to close off the show we're going to have our our first official game of what's that game so this one is actually going to be worth points so here are the basic rules i'm going to be describing a game poorly Everybody, between the three of you, you have 10 yes or no questions that you could ask me. However, only one person will be able to get a point. So if you get it right, you get the point, And we are playing for points. These points, unlike whose line is it anyway, these points do matter. You're going to want these points. So boys, without further ado, your game described poorly for this episode is Crazy Man Harnesses the Power of the Sun. Okay, Chris. You you have to ask yes or no questions. Also, no, it's not Kid Icarus. The
1: Power of the Sun.
0: Crazy Man harnesses the power of the Sun.
1: Is is this game is it a Nintendo game?
0: This is not a Nintendo game. Is it a PlayStation game? This is not a PlayStation game. <laughs> what era is this? <laughs> um is
2: this
1: bef- is this game from before everything went to disk drive?
0: give me what what time would that be
1: <clears throat> okay is is this on a cartridge is that easier
0: it is it is not on a cartridge I told you i'm I'm going hard on this one i I think I was too easy to you on on last episode now we're starting for real these are worth points baby so it's not a Nintendo game it's not a sony game and it it is not available on cartridge hmm.
1: was this game <laughs> made in the last? In in the early aughts,
0: in the in the early aughts, yeah, not in the early aughts.
1: Repeat the question one more time.
0: <clears throat> All right. So the description is crazy. Man harnesses the power of the sun. <laughs> you you have six is more this... questions. So go ahead.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's uh, what's your question, Chris?
1: Is this a figurative sun?
0: It is. You could say it's a representation of the sun. Um, Five questions left. I have a guess. Okay. Would you? Would you like? Do you want to make the guess now, or do you want to ask another question?
1: Oh, okay. If I if I get a guess, is that my only guess? Or I,
0: I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you have a freebie.
1: Is this Gears of War?
0: It's not Gears of War. Okay. I could see how you came to that conclusion. Now, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Genuinely, like when I say this game, you might be upset with me.
1: <laughs> crazy man harnesses the power of the sun. Yeah. Crazy, I'm fixating on like crazy man. Is is this game a PC
0: game? It is originally a PC game.
1: Okay. Oh no!
0: <laughs> is this Half Life? It's not Half Life. I was about Uh, to guess that. It's not Half Life. Uh, I I could give you maybe a hint if you guys want. Sure. So, as of today, originally it was not the case, but as of today, it's owned by EA.
2: Owned by EA.
0: However, when it first came out, it was not.
2: Oh. Now I'm like thinking of all the. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: That doesn't doesn't help it, does it? Uh, I think you have you have five more. I, I, I think you let's just say you have five more questions.
3: EA,
2: well, before EA, a PC only title, right?
0: At at launch, yeah, you could play at it on launch. other things, but it originally was PC only. In two thousand one. No, I didn't say two thousand one.
1: You said not the early odds, actually. Yeah, oh. not
0: the early two thousands. Oh, God. not the. Early.
1: Did this game come out before the year 2000?
0: It did not come out before the year 2000. Okay. Okay. Four more questions.
1: We're dealing with like a 2010s ish.
0: I would, I would like maybe try to figure out genre. Okay. Sure. Is this I an RPG? Shoot. It is not an RPG. Is it a shooter? Technically. There is shooting involved, but it is not uh, like a first-person shooter or something okay. along that line.
1: Oh, oh. not a first-person shooter.
0: <laughs> I think you yeah, got three, you three more the hard questions. one. You, you the Age of Empire? Empires? One. Like what? you got three more questions. Okay, you guys could talk amongst yourself and work <clears> it out, but only one of you could actually submit the answer and get the point.
1: So it's got shooting involved. There's but it's shooting not involved. A shooter, yes. But it's not a shooter itself.
0: Yeah.
1: Is this a tactical
0: game? How are you defining tactical?
1: Turn-based combat.
0: No. no I'm in the 2010s. Now two, I'm like thinking two more questions. I
2: think it's a pre EA <laughs> shooter from t-
1: well, shooting is involved.
2: Shooting is involved.
0: I'll, I'll give you one more hint. Okay. Uh, this is the original game in the series. It has since sprawled many sequels and spin offs. Many?
1: Dang. <laughs> I know I'm going to kick right, myself what? when we don't get this.
2: All right, let's list off all the EA that have sprawled and narrow it down. Let's collect effort.
1: <laughs> what could it possibly so okay, so here's my thinking. If it was like um if it's not a shooter itself, but it has shooting in it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I was thinking it might have been like uh uh what's that game that the the Mario uh rabbits was based off of? Like an XCOM? Game. XCOM? Yeah, like XCOM or something. Because XCOM but, does have a lot of But they don't own them
3: either.
2: For for axes is on or, or well they were published by Two K.
3: Yeah. Oh man.
0: All right, I, I I'm gonna give you you have one more question. <laughs> okay. Make it count, boys.
3: <laughs>
0: Jeez. It's... I feel really dumb. <laughs> I don't want to make this too easy. Is it on Game Pass? I think it would be actually. I think it would probably be on Game Pass, and not just the original, but most of them. Oh man! <laughs> all right, that was your last question. So, so I can we all get a guess? Can I'll, I'll, get I'll guess. let you all have a guess, um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll see if I can maybe give you one more hint. Um, let's see if I, if I can find something. that won't immediately give it away, though. That's that's the thing that I want to do. Sure. Um,
2: well, swear to God,
0: if it's Mass Effect. <laughs> Is it Battlefront? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> oh man, you know what? I don't know if I could give you a hint no one, without giving it no away. Hi- no hints. We'll just make a guess. Let me make a guess. Okay. <laughs>
1: is this is this Star Wars Battlefront?
0: It is not Star Wars Battlefront. Okay. Uh, Stefano, what's your guess? Is this Sims? It's not The Sims. <laughs> All right, Mark. You're the last one. What's your guess? Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> Before, so before, say- before you make your guess, I just want to uh, point out a rule that we established at the beginning. If nobody gets it, then I get the point. So, Mark, uh, what's your guess?
2: Crisis.
0: It's not crisis. All right. Are you all ready to hate me? All right, yes. hate. Let's let us hate you. Plants versus zombies. Oh. Oh uh,
2: yeah, that would make yeah. The pop cap was
1: i would have never got that
2: <laughs> yeah many franchises on
0: many
1: spin-offs power yeah. of the sun plants yeah. crazy no, man would, harnesses uh...
0: the power of the sun come on dude i thought that was I, too easy isn't I it crazy they owned it. yeah I mean, crazy uh crazy jim whatever his name is
1: <laughs> crazy jim yeah. no i would have never <laughs>
2: got that yeah because yeah he's so forgettable because you are him yeah putting
0: those plants down <laughs>
1: You know, I've oh. only ever played the first-person shooter one, so I really have, would never have gotten that.
0: Oh, the uh, the Garden Warfare, yeah, that's a solid one. I like those games, yeah. actually. All right, so yeah. I guess moving forward, I'll keep it between God of War and Plants vs. Zombies. We'll try, to, <laughs> we'll try to bounce between that easy that easy point there.
1: I'm sorry, that's, that a point for you. Yeah, I like that me? question. That was good. That yeah. was fun. Okay.
0: All right, awesome. I think that that about wraps up the show. Uh, thank you all uh-huh. for listening. You could, you I got give... I got one more. Oh, you got one more.
1: Yeah. Our daily di- Digimon. Bring up. Yeah, I got to bring up Digimon for the fact. Boom Boomstinger.
0: Fa-
1: for... Boom, Stinger. Boom Stinger. Um. So uh, I, I was going to talk about this last week, but I uh, my internet cut out. But uh, um, great news if you live in China. Uh, you're getting a whole bunch of mobile games. Uh brought to you from Tencent uh that oh includes God. some of your famous your your favorite uh animes including one punch man um one piece and digimon digital monsters what kind of game is it uh it's a turn based uh turn-based game by the looks of uh what i've seen um unfortunately uh we aren't gonna see it uh yeah, on this side do, of the planet
0: how do i play it? first of all if you're from china and listening to this podcast what are you doing dude secondarily how do i play this digimon game
1: get a vpn
0: all right there you go but it's us nice to our
1: fans. sponsors nord vpn <laughs> <laughs> cut that out cut that out
0: cut it cut no no <laughs> the, the only true sponsor we have is raid shadow legends that's I mean. Wait, it's not Raycon. <laughs> That's right. Not yet.
2: <laughs> Which is what I'm using right now.
0: Oh, damn! Oh, wow! Look at that plug. Just plugging it right at the end there, huh? Very suave. A,
1: a, f- a free plug. Wow, great! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, first one's free. After that, we have to charge. <laughs> Uh, that's cool. I mean, 10 cent. They're making moves, huh? I mean, some people might not like that, but they're making moves. I mean, hopefully, if if it, if even one of those games is half decent and they manage to bring it over here, I'd be okay with that. I just want more Digimon stuff, dude. I'm I'm so starved from the early 2000s. Next, next, what's that game? Is going to be a Digimon game.
1: The uh, Digimon Survive still TB Yeah, that's, 2BA, yeah so. that's
0: that's in the ether, dude. I don't think we're ever going to see that. It's it's just it's gone. But that's fine. whatever anyway hey i think uh is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap up the show awesome hey thank you for listening to this episode of the let's get gaming podcast you could uh, us. what's that i
1: just wanted to thank mark for coming on i really appreciate him taking the time
0: i was gonna do that after the admin but yeah no okay make me look like the bad guy hey mark thanks for being here (laughs) yeah Airs
1: always open to replace quality. yeah
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 willing
2: to guest host again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> you have to avenge yourself after that that horrible Plants vs Zombies defeat. I mean, like it was just, That's right. it was just <laughs> brutal, dude. But yeah, no, thank you for for taking the time to talk to us today. You know, sharing a little bit of insight from from what you do and and it was just interesting to to learn in general. So, thanks for being here, Mark. I appreciate yeah, it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. If you want to find out more about us, you could go to our Twitter page at Let's GG Podcast. And, of course, you can find us anywhere where podcasts can be listened to. Stick around. We are having an official website that's going to be going live uh, soon. And technically, you're, you're closer to it today than you were yesterday. So just keep thinking about that. And until then, this is the Let's it Gaming Podcast episode, whatever it is. I've been your host, Patrick Dennehy. Joining me with Stefano Fontana. Take care, guys. Chris Montpetit.
1: Don't get shafted.
0: And our special guest mark bye everyone see you next week bye
3: see ya